0: You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurchchurch, or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message.
2: Come on, I need to hear your expectations. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. Uh, let's say it together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, have your way tonight. Get the glory out of everything. We are open, and we are ready. Speak, Lord. Come on, Wednesday, tell them. Say, speak, Lord. Lord. I need to hear from you. In Jesus' name. Can I just get you to release worship for 10 seconds on campus and online? Come on, right there for 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8. Seven, six, five. Come on. Come on, harvest four. Three. Two. One. Hallelujah. Come on, let's go to work. So we're in this series called Stop. Everybody say stop. Uh, there's some things that you must stop so that God can start and I need you to hear me for some of you you've been in this posture of like God I'm waiting on you and can I help you God has actually been waiting on you to stop something so what you've been praying for him to do he can start it what if I said it to you like this the moment you stop what you need to stop heaven is going to start what it needs to start but some of you you're about to stop your doubt you're about to stop your fear you're about to stop your negativity you're about to stop your complaining you're about to stop walking in generational curses and the moment you stop that heaven is going to be like we ready i just need to check this building and check online Uh, open your mouth and say lord i know you're ready say and i declare that i'm ready i'm about to stop some things because you're about to start some things Sunday's message was going to stop praying about it because many see prayer as a passive posture, but it is not. Prayer is active. And I taught you from Joshua chapter 7 when the Hebrews were expanding to AI. Pay attention. It's always interesting that when you are trying to go beyond where you're at, that that's when attack comes i need y'all to hear me tonight the enemy does not come for you when you're staying stuck in the same predicament and place that you were before he only comes for you when you're trying to expand and to do more and i need some of you to hear me do not let the attack make you fall back y'all not gonna talk do not let the attack stop you don't let it block you don't, make, don't allow it to make you think maybe I need to wait you better not wait this is your time this is your moment and I need you to press through would you elbow somebody next to you and say this is my time and my moment Uh Uh-uh, I need you to say that with authority. You've been waiting your whole life to get to 2022. Why? Two is the biblical number of witness, which means I'm about to see something I've never seen. And watch me. I'm not just going to see one time. I'm going to see it two times. I need you to open up your mouth and say, My next 12. They're about to be my best 12. So in that, as they're expanding, the Bible says they're expanding to this city called A.I., and AI, I think is interesting because it's supposed to be an easy win. This is supposed to be an easy victory. And in Joshua 1, the Bible says this, but the people of Israel, here it is, broke faith. Pay attention. You can start out in faith, then break faith. So what happens is you start to break down instead of breakthrough. So now you got all of this stuff because instead of, watch me. Instead of moving forward because you broke faith, you on the side of the road with a lean. And I came to get some of y'all tonight out your gangster lean. Y'all not saying nothing. Why? Because you've broken down instead of broken through because you broke faith. But open your mouth and say, but I won't do it this year. Come on. What does that mean? What was working? I stopped doing it. What was getting me results? I stopped doing it. What was causing me to win? I stopped doing it. And whenever there's a breakdown, what do you have to do? You have to call help. And for some of you all, watch me, you have felt handicapped because you've had to call in a bunch of help to come get you. You've had to call in a bunch of help to come get you out of your lean because you've broken down. And for some of you, watch me, God used it to humble you, to teach you. Watch me, don't you ever be too proud or too arrogant to ask for help. But what if I told some of y'all, watch me, you ain't going to have to ask them a second time. Y'all not gonna say nothing to me? You're not gonna have to ask them a second time. God is not gonna have you in the position of a beggar. He's not gonna have you in the position of always needing somebody to help you out. You're about to be the help. You're blessed to be a blessing. For those of you that felt like some areas of your life have been broken down, say, but I'm coming out tonight. I don't care if your finances felt broken down, you're coming out tonight. I don't care if your faith felt broken down, you're coming out tonight. I don't care what felt like it was broken down, you're coming out when? Tonight. Y'all ready? Look what the Bible says. Look at this. It says, but the children of Israel broke faith. You can start in faith, then break faith so you break down instead of break through. Watch me. And whenever you're about to break through, things will start flickering to try to distract you. I need some of y'all to realize some stuff seems natural, but it's really spiritual. Pay your attention to me. Some stuff seems natural, but it's really spiritual. Open your mouth and say, I will not break down. Say, I will break through. Look what happened. So they broke faith in regard to the devoted things for Achan. Everybody say Achan. Aiken's name in Hebrew means trouble, and I taught you that trouble there can refer to a noun, a person, a place, a thing, or an idea. Say it with me. Say it with me. Now, which means an A can be a, can be a person that causes trouble, a place that causes trouble, a thing that causes trouble, or an idea that causes trouble. For some of you, watch me, your thinking is what keeps causing you your trouble. Because every time you see something that does not line up with the way you wanted it to look, all of a sudden now you get mad instead of moving forward. Oh, it feels good to me right there. You get mad instead of moving forward. And I need you to learn how to not stay stuck in a negative emotion, but to take that emotion and reverse that thing, which means I need you to take that anger and turn it into action. I need you to take that frustration and cause it to be forward movement for you the Bible says. Everybody say the Bible says. says. In regard to devoted things for Achan took some of the devoted things which means a noun, a person a place, a thing or idea can do what? Can take devoted things. Pay attention. Which means, watch me there are certain things that are supposed to be devoted to the Lord that, watch me that your attitude will begin to take something. I said your attitude will begin to take something. You missed it. Your attitude will begin to take something. Look at me, please. Your attitude will begin to take something. But watch me, there are certain things, watch me, where certain people can begin to take spaces that they do not belong in. He says they broke faith in regard to the devoted things. For Achim, he took some of the devoted things. Look at this last part of the verse. And the anger of the Lord, what did it do? It burned against him. What, What does that mean? That the Lord said, listen, I've been watching how you've been acting. And I ain't said nothing yet. But you're starting to work my last nerve. And for some of y'all, you got to be careful. Why? Because there are certain things, watch me, that as you begin to move through life, you can start out well, but then you begin to, watch me, look at me, you begin to aggravate and burn the anger of the Lord. What does that mean? God says, you know better than to be doing this. You know better than to be doing this. You have no business acting like this, feeling like this, doing this. And for some of you all, watch me. God loves you, but there's certain things he's like, are we really doing this in 2022? In other words, God says, I'm going to need you to miss me with that. I'm going to need you to miss me with having a bad attitude. I'm going to need you to miss me with not worshiping. I'm going to need you to miss me with not being faithful. I'm going to need you to miss me with that. elbow somebody next to you say, miss the Lord with all of that. Miss it. What does that mean? Don't bring him nothing that you already know is going to anger him. Y'all still with me? I said, are y'all still with me? Look at this. How God says to do something is just as important as what he says to do. I said, how God says to do something is just as important as what God says to do. Look at me. Look at me. Here's the issue. The issue is this. The issue is this. God told them, he said, listen, when you go into this particular territory, don't take anything. He said, it's going to look appetizing to you. It's going to look like something you desire, but I don't need you to touch it. You need to treat it like MC Hammer. You can't touch this what did they do they this man Aiken, he touched what he was not supposed to touch and he hit it pay attention some of you are so used to his grace and so used to his mercy that you no longer respect his directive y'all not gonna say nothing to me you're so used to him f- fixing it up on the back end that you don't even try to obey on the front end But I'm excited that some of y'all in this building and some of y'all online, you're about to reverse that in 2022. God, thank you for your grace because I'm here by it. Thank you for your mercy because it covered me. But this year, I'm going to obey on the front. I just need about 20 of y'all in here and about 200 of y'all online that will say, I'm going to obey on the front end. I'm not going to disrespect your directive because I'm used to your grace and your mercy. Open your mouth and say, I will obey. Say it again, I will obey. I will obey. Say, I will obey. I will obey. Look at me, look at me, look at me. How he says to do it is just as important as what he says to do. That's why the Bible says things like this. For God loves a cheerful giver. He said, don't, don't think you're doing me a favor. He said, because the attitude in which you do it is just as important as what you were doing. This is why I need some of y'all watch me to learn how to just Smile. Can you smile online? Can you smile if somebody's in your house or your job in the building? Can you smile at somebody around? Just smile. So, I'm your 22, 12, 13, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, if you bought them from Brazil, whatever. I just need you to smile. Here's why I need you to smile because sometimes it's going to make you want to holler. And you're going to have to smile because God says the attitude in which you do something with is just as important to me as what it is I told you to do. And here's what I'm excited about. It. Some of y'all ain't been getting worried about stuff the way you used to. You're not getting. Watch me. You're not getting stressed out the way you used to. This time you said, "Well, guess what, God? You're with me, and if you're with me, who there be against me? I can't do nothing except what I can do. So, God, you do what you do. I'll do what I do. And whatever it is, it's gonna be a Romans eight twenty eight type of situation. All things work together for my good." So what happens? The Bible says that the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. So what happens? Joshua, because this should have been an easy win, Joshua sends three thousand men, and Ai strikes down thirty-six of their men. So two thousand nine hundred and sixty-four of them, the Bible says, their hearts melt as water. What does that mean? Water, wherever I pour it, it will conform to what I pour it into. And for some of you, watch me is you will conform, watch me, in a negative way to whatever situation you're in. So because it's difficult, you're difficult. Because it's aggravating, you aggravating. And watch me, so here's what you basically do. You tell, here's what you tell God. Well God, whatever my situation is on, I'm on what it's on. And so what happens is that you become like water. Whatever you, See, if I place water in this, it's going to conform to this. If I place water in this, it's going to conform to this. Wherever I place water, it's going to conform to. Look at me. It's going to conform to. Look at me. It's going to conform to. Question, have you conformed to something you were supposed to change? I'll ask it another way. Have you conformed to something that you're so used to being in this form that you don't even realize that your heart has really melted? What does heart mean in Scripture? It means your mind. Pay attention. It means my mind is so scattered... That whatever I'm in, that's what I'm in, but I'm not really doing it with any intentionality. I came for some of y'all who've been going through the motions. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. That means your heart has melted like water. You were not sent to just wake up, eat and pay bills and die. You were sent, let's go, to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. Which means there's got to be some intentionality in how you live your life. Which means When I get up on Thursday, there's something I'm going to be better at today. Than I was yesterday. When I get up on Friday. I expect Friday to be better than Thursday. Matter of fact here it goes. I'm not in competition with anybody else. Except yesterday's version of myself. Which means I can celebrate other people. Why? Because I'm not trying to do you. You do you. I'll do me. But I got to make sure my heart hasn't melted. So I'm conforming to confusion. Here's what that really means. Here's what that means. If this didn't work. Why try this? If this didn't work. Why try this? this look at me if this didn't work why try this if this did not work why try this and for some of you that's where you're sitting but since that didn't work why try this since that didn't go the way I wanted to do why go this way stuff was working the way it was supposed to a minute ago and all of a sudden now it's acting brand new well is your heart gonna melt Or are you going to make it do? See, I need some of y'all to learn, watch me, how when stuff comes against you, I need you to learn to go harder. Because all this little flickering, I'm about to preach my behind off tonight. Do you hear me? Because you're going to make me go harder. I I need you to lift one of your hands and say, I'll press harder. 2,964 of them, the Bible says that their hearts melted like water, which means they could be poured in any direction. They could be diverted in any direction. They could be streamed in any direction. They could be pooled in any direction, which means they're saying, well, we shouldn't even try, because if 36 failed, then how will we win? Look at me, what if you're 37? I don't even like y'all's response. Well, if I got five no's, I'm tired of getting no, but what if the sixth one was gonna be the yes? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I need some of y'all to stop letting a no punk you. Look at me; their hearts melt, and look at what happens. Joshua seven and six says, "And Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening." So look at me; the whole day he spends in prayer. How long? How long? the whole day Joshua spends in prayer I mean he spends the whole day in prayer pay attention I mean he spends the whole day in prayer the Lord says something very interesting to him now before I tell you what the Lord says pay attention to who he prayed with he and the elders of Israel pay attention he gathered together other people watch me who were just as passionate about winning as he was you cannot call yourself somebody's prayer partner but secretly you're hoping they fail some of you are called the wrong people for the wrong stuff. Watch me, because they're not as passionate about your stuff as you are your own stuff. You need to find some people that love you. Watch me, just as much as you love you. Y'all not saying nothing, which means if you fast him, they fast him. you pray him, they pray. They want to see you win just like you want to see them win. I pray God put some people in your life that have the same intensity as you. You cannot have people who do not want to see you win around you this year. Open your mouth and say, I receive people in my circle that are just as passionate about me winning as I am they winning. Or them winning, excuse me. You know what we're here. Pay attention. Pay attention. He worshiped after a loss. Stop. You know what most of us do? We whine after a loss. We whine after we make a mistake. How are you going to make a mistake and then whine? Look at me. They worshiped after a loss. Can I teach you something? When you win, what do you do? You worship. When you lose, what do you do? You worship. The response is the same to different circumstances. See, when God sees your consistency you will know I can trust you. Because even if you had a horrible day, you can say, let me press my way through this little bit of snow. I know I live in Denver, so let me just leave early. Lord, keep me. Why? Because I would have drove to work. I'm not going to say nothing. I would have drove anywhere else. So God, my confession will be, I will bless the Lord with at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And they put, come here, and they put, they put here, put dust on your head. Come on, come on. Put it on your head today. No, like put more dust in there. Make it a cross. They're like them people on social media on ass Wednesday. Okay? And I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just telling you that's not scripture to do that. So they put ash on their foreheads. Why did they do that? Because ash in scripture represented these things, shame. So watch me, watch me. They start in a position of shame. We're ashamed that we lost because this win should have been easy. Watch me, be careful and beware of people who don't feel some level of an issue when they lose. I'm not saying you gotta be overly, like me, I'm competitive. I like winning. I like to play until I win. It may have been two out of three, and if you win more than me, then now it's going to be five out of six. Listen, we're going to just... till I win. You understand? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, be careful of people in your life who take loss, watch me, like it's nothing. Because there ought to be, watch me, some feeling of, look at the next one, disappointment. And you don't stay stuck in disappointment. That there ought to be something that says, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. "See, can I talk to a few of y'all? Watch this." Then the next one, embarrassed. They were like, "We should have won this." And 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 watch me. All of the leaders around Joshua are like, "How is it that we sent three thousand? Only thirty-six of them got knocked down, but yet two thousand nine hundred and sixty-four. This is embarrassing." But I need you not to stay stuck in shame, not to stay stuck in disappointment, not to stay stuck in embarrassment. Because what's the next meaning of the ash? Repentance. It meant if we lost, instead of blaming God or being mad at our enemy, what we need to do is check our sin. I need a few of y'all on campus and online that can lay your hands on yourself, say, check yourself, check your, Mm -mm, I don't like the way you said it, say, check yourself, check, because watch me, even if I'm not responsible for the loss, if I'm the leader and I put somebody in place to make sure I got a win, it's still my loss because I need to pull them up out the seat, put somebody in the seat that can give us a win. I'm trying to tell some of y'all, watch me, I need you to get out of shame, get out of disappointment, get out of embarrassment, and I need you to shift to being repentant. Lift your hands right there. Say, Father, forgive me for everything I did to contribute to any loss in my own life. Come on, Wednesday. Tell them. Say, Lord, forgive me for everything I've done to contribute to any loss in my life. Say, that was then, but this is now. I prophesy to the rest of this year. When? 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 Win, 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 win. win. Put a praise behind that right there. You ready? Look at me, look at me, look at me. They, watch me, they felt ashamed at first. Then they felt disappointed. Then they felt embarrassed. Then, watch me, they repented. All of those emotions, most people will stay stuck in. I'm just so ashamed. Let me talk to some of y'all who you're ashamed and you're sitting at the house and you're not in the building because you're like, I just am so ashamed of what I did. I can't show myself. If you don't come up off of that. Let me talk to some of y'all who used to comment a lot, but you don't comment nothing now because you feel ashamed because you had a loss. If you don't type a comment right now. There was shame. Somebody say shame. And for some of you, watch me, you stay stuck in disappointment. Disappointment. I, appoint, I had an appointment with a victory, and then I was dissed. This appointment It didn't go the way I intended or desired for it to go. But you can't stay stuck there. And for some of you, watch me, here's the big one. You're stuck in embarrassment. And the reason you feel embarrassed is because as far as you're concerned, you ready? The, watch me. Something. You ready? Can I say this? Can I say it in love? Y'all ain't going to be mad? Be honest, I wouldn't be mad if you were mad. But I just want to make you know that it's coming from a place of love. See, the only thing that gets embarrassed is your ego. You only feel embarrassed because your little pride got stepped on. I'm so-and-so. What if God needed you to take a loss at AI so that you would never stay stuck in embarrassment again? Why? Because you're not the expert, you're a student, which means I'm not going to do everything right. I will make some mistakes, I will have some failures, but guess what? Watch me get back up. Oh, and this story is about to shift. You ready? Ready? So look what happens. Verse seven. When Joshua prayed and he said, alas, O Lord, why have you brought the people, this people over the Jordan at all? Now, this is important because sometimes problems can make you regret your progress. Why did I ever get this job? Why did I ever get this house? Why did I ever get married? Why did I have these kids? Why did I do this? Why did I move? Why did I say I'm going to be at the gym? Why did I say I'm going to do this fast? It's quiet in this building tonight. Why did I promise I'm going to do this? Sometimes your problems can make you regret your progress. I want you to remember where they came from. 430 years of bondage. Then after that, 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. We've got 470 wasted years and generations of people that never saw what they were supposed to see. Mm. Y'all talk to me tonight. Then when Joshua takes over after Moses dies and passes away at the age of 120, when Joshua takes over, the Bible says, Joshua, you're going to be the one that's going to take them over the Jordan. See, Moses got them through the Red Sea to the Jordan, but Joshua, you're going to take them over the Jordan into the promise. And now that you're watching me in the promise, y'all not talking, you're no longer in Egypt. You're no longer in the Red Sea. You're no longer in the Jordan River. You are literally in the promised land. The first thing you say is, why did I make progress in the first place? Problems sometimes can make you regret your progress, but I need you to be like a bulldog with a bone. I'm not going to regret any of the progress that i made. And I may not be where I want to be. But I can thank God that I'm not where I used to be. Who on campus and online can say, yes, there's some problems, but guess what? I will not regret my progress. You're stronger than you've ever been. You're more financially free than you've ever been. You've got less debt than you've ever had. You're in a better emotional place than you've ever been. I need you not to regret your progress. uh, Open up your mouth and say, I won't regret my progress. Why did I ever get this degree? Why did I ever get this car? Why did I ever buy this house? Why did I ever sign up for this? Be careful that in a moment of crisis that you don't complain about the progress that you made that you asked him for. It's quiet right there. Look at verse 10. So the Lord said to Joshua, It's the 10th day of the fast. It's your verse right here. So the Lord said to, say your name. Online, you just type your name right there. So the Lord said to, get up. That means stop praying about it. Look at verse 11. Israel has sinned. They have transgressed my covenant that I commanded them. They, now remember, they wasn't really they. They was Achan. It wasn't all of the millions of the Hebrews. It was one dude. But this one dude stopped the progress of the whole nation. Question: Who in your circle is responsible for your loss? Uh, -uh, I'ma back that thing up. You call them friend. God says that's Achan because you keep them around but by virtue of the fact that you know they don't do right and yet you still continue to give them the same level of access and friendship that you used to give them. Here's what it is. God says you are now culpable for the same crimes they commit. So since they're a God robber, oh God, it's going to get quiet right through here. God says you're an accessory. Oh, y'all don't like this on this Wednesday. They're a complainer and God says, by default, you're an accessory. It got quiet right there. I need you to just elbow a fist bump somebody and say, check your circle. Check. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying that everybody around you needs to do everything right. But what I'm saying is, if that's an aching, they may be causing you trouble. Look at the Bible. It says, they have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. It wasn't them. It was him. It was him. And what does the Bible say he did? He stolen and he lied. In the South, we have a saying, if you lie, you'll steal. Watch the jump. If you steal, you'll kill. And some of y'all live like that, like that's gospel. (laughs) Bishop, that's in the book of Hua, chapter 3, verse (laughs) 5. You ready? They, it wasn't them, it was Achan. Question, husbands, what are you allowing in your house? That God says, that's Achanah. And you keep telling God, that's just how she is. She just got an attitude like that. And God says, I know. That's why you ain't got what you asked for yet. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. So now I'm about to preach hard. Parents, ooh. What are you allowing in your house? Question, question. Let's forget about everybody else. You ready? What are you allowing in you? Come on, come on, come on. That's the one. I like that. Come on, look at somebody say, that's the one right there. That's the what are you allowing in you that's creating trouble for you? What are you allowing to run through your head that's creating trouble trouble for you? What are you allowing in your emotions that's creating trouble for you? I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking about a situation, and they felt a, a lot of rejection. An abandonment from the situation um, that they were going through, and this is this is a, a leader. This was a man of God, and uh, and as we were talking, uh, he's just like I'm just so tired, and I'm just so this. I said, so you spent the whole day on this, and he said, yeah, bishop, I'm just tired. I said, no, 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 no. I said, let me tell you what this is. I said, what you just did is you allowed this one situation and I said, I understand it better than you know. I said, but you're allowing this one situation, it has created trouble for your entire day. So I said, said, guess what? This whole day you've accomplished nothing you wanted to accomplish because you have allowed aching in you to now make you ache. And I came for some of y'all, watch me. We're about to kill the aching in you. Mm. Because this ain't the time for me to be stuck. This is not the time for me to be immobile. This is the time for you to rise up. And whatever it is, it is. But I got to keep it moving. I need you to learn how to take a lickin' and keep on tickin'. Can I get you to make this declaration and say, The aching in me has got to go. Come on, Wednesday, say it again. Say, The aching in me has got to go. Can I get you to clap your hands like it's about to die tonight? Like that spirit... That's been troubling you is about to die tonight. Your worries about your future that's about to die tonight. Your worries about your past that's about to die tonight. Every aching that's on the inside of you, somebody say it's got to go tonight. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says he says they have stolen and what lied. Look at this. Look at verse twelve. Therefore, say therefore, meaning as a result of lying and stealing. Look at me. The people cannot stand before their enemies. Now This is deep because, okay, Achan stole some stuff. He hid it in his tent. If you read the story, he hid it in his tent. And um, there were some family members, the Bible suggests, that knew what he was doing. But nobody checked him. Never be uncheckable. Can I get you to wink at somebody and say, never be uncheckable. Tell them. On the chat, I need you to type in the chat. I never be uncheckable. Never be so big that, that watch me little or have you because you won't let somebody check you. Y'all ready? So, Bible says, result of lying and stealing. Okay, so we get the stealing. What was the lie when he concealed it? When he concealed it. Are you ready? So, here's today's message. Stop lying. Look at me. Look at me. They didn't lose because they didn't have talent. They didn't lose because they didn't have skill. They didn't lose because they didn't have ability. They didn't lose because they weren't anointed. They didn't lose because they weren't gifted. They didn't lose because they didn't have the degree. They didn't lose because they didn't have the hookup. Holla if you hear me. Uh. The reason they lost was because they wouldn't stop lying. Y'all miss that. Uh Uh-uh. Because some of y'all keep saying, God,
1: what's going on? I
2: don't understand. And God is like, stop lying. You lying to me now. Tell me, about you don't know why you feel that way. You feel that way, you know exactly why you feel that way. Stop. Look at me. There's over 30 types of lies. That's a lot of lies. The most popular lies, though, are deflecting. This is where you avoid the subject. This is where you avoid the subject. Did you drink my water? I don't even like water like that. That's a lie. Let's pretend like we're on an episode of Maury Povich. And it's the lie detector test episode. You ready? Omission. What is omission? Did you drink my water? Huh? I've been working all day. You deflecting and you omitting. What was Achan's sin? He omitted. He didn't confess when he should have confessed. For some of you all, watch me. There are things that are eating you up because you refuse to confess. Your omission. Explains your decommission. Third type of lie. It's quiet now. Nah. We y'all were shouting a minute ago. That's all right, I'm going to take you back up. Pathological liars. We've seen these in America in recent years. But we'll get up and tell you what you're seeing is not true. Them lying eyes are yours. Pathological liar. They literally, look at me, they deny reality. Anybody ever met a pathological liar like this? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I mean, talking to them, it's because it's, it's they deny reality. Did you do this? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do it. I literally have a video of you walking over there and doing it with a sign up saying, my name is John Doe with <laughs> your social security number and date of birth, and that's not you? That is not me. They lying. I don't know how they got my social. They probably went, they probably went on one of them websites. Pathological lie. Here's the next type of lie. Um, you ready? If you know somebody like this, just holler when we say this one. Exaggeration. They're a sensationalist. Everybody was there. Don't nobody like you on the job. It's just them two crazy girls that sit in the corner. Neither the weather girls. <laughs> You ready? Exaggeration is sensationalism. Everything with you, I caught a fish this big. That was more like this. Everything is exaggerated. Everything is over the top. Now I need you to pay attention because why did, why did they lose? They lied and they stole. And sometimes, watch me, because I'm about to give you a statistic that's going to blow your mind. Because sometimes you don't even know you be lying because you're so good at it, you just do it. Ooh, this is, ooh, come on, Wednesday. You're a sensationalist. I am so upset they hurt me. If you don't stop with your sensationalism, everything's over the top with you. Everything is extra times 400 with you. Here's the next type of lie, dismissal. Well, why would I do that? Did you drink my water? Why would I drink your water? Well, I can tell you why. It's got gold flakes in it, number one. Number two, you don't never drink your own water. Like, there'd be a reason. Pay attention, pay attention. Dismissal, dismissal says, dismissal says, it's a mixture of deflection, omission, pathological lie, and exaggeration. It's a mixture of all of them. Because what you're really saying is, Here's what, you ready? Some of you have had people do this to this. You crazy. That's what dismissal is. Dismissal is, you, you're out of your mind. And they'll, and watch me, and the good ones, the ones that do that capital lot real good, they'll have you thinking. Why would they drink my water? That's true. I do have a video of them walking in here and drinking it, but it doesn't make any sense. They do have their own water supply. Why would they get high off of my supply when they can get their own supply of water? That's right. You'll be apologizing to them when they the one lying. Last type of lie, a white lie. What is this lie? It's a false peacekeeper. I don't want to say the truth because the truth may cause an issue. So instead, what I'll do is just—it's a little lie. It's not a big deal. But why did Achan? Why did Achan and the Hebrews lose? Now here's what's the trip. The Bible doesn't tell us whether or not Achan went out to fight or not, but since he was part of the tribe of Judah, it's it's, it's, it's potential that he didn't. It's potential that he didn't go out, which means he wasn't even on the field and he's responsible for why the men in the field lost. See, I need, you, I, need you to, I need you to know that the can may be around you and the can may be in you. The can may be around you and the can may be in you. And for some of you, you're like, well, but I had all the tools I needed to win. Right, but that's not why you lost. You lost because of this lion. Can I go further? All right, now how many of us, let's just have an honest moment. <laughs> how many of us can be honest that at some point in our life, We have lied. My hand's up. All of our hands are up. I was going to say, put your hand (laughs) up. All of our hands are up. We've all lied. Okay, look. All right, so watch me. Don't let the enemy punk you right now. You lied and you're supposed to be a Christian. uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. We ain't doing that. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Make this declaration and say, the blood covers me. Every lie you never told, the same God that forgave you for every other sin is the same God that forgives you for this sin. But going forward, you're about to be a person of honesty and integrity. Why? You ain't about to lose no battle you should win. You're not about to lose a battle you should win. let me, now let me show you. There's three three directions that we can lie, and this is so important. Say this is so important. I know this isn't uh, necessarily going to be um, a popular. Perception or 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 message, in terms of that, but it's going to get you some wins. You ready? So so, watch me. Here's the first person we lie to. We lie to God. Now pay attention. You said, "I don't lie to the Lord." John four twenty four. For God is spirit. So to those who worship Him, must worship Him. Watch what the Bible says. In spirit, which means my worship. It it happens in the natural, but it's a spiritual action. See, the reason I don't let my emotions stop me from worshiping is because what I do in the natural is really just doing something in the spirit. See, when I lift my hands in the natural, in the spirit, two Hebrew words, yada, toda. I'm releasing something and I'm receiving something. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit. Watch this second word? And talent. No. And anointing. No. And skill. No. And gifting. No. And in what? Truth. How in the world Could a man like David, who did all of these lies, be the only man in the Bible that the Lord says, that man there is a man after my own heart. You want to know why? Because David, even though he lied and had a whole bunch of issues like we all do, David knew how to worship God in spirit and in truth. What does he say to the Lord? Lord, against you have I sinned. And he knew how to tell the Lord the truth about his situation. He didn't try to hide it from God. Can I help some of you tonight? You keep trying to hide from God what God already knows. And God is like, I just need you to be truthful with me. I'd rather you tell the truth than come in my presence being fake. Open up your mouth say, Lord, I'll keep it 100. Come on. Come on, Wednesday, They say, I'll keep it truthful with you. What does this mean? Truth there in Greek, the language of my New Testament, it means true to the facts. So the fact may be, God, I'm confused. And you sitting here trying to come in God's presence like you're not. The truth may be you're frustrated, but you're going in his presence like you're not. The truth may be, watch me, the truth may be something that you do not want to confront. But God says, don't come around me like that. Because if you're going to worship me, I need to know Not because I don't know, but I need to know that you and I are both on the same page about the reality of where you're at because I cannot, watch me, I cannot make your next 12 your best 12 for the character you play in. I can only make the next 12 the best 12 for the person that you are, which means when I worship, watch me, my worship says, Lord, listen, Jesus, I don't know, but I trust you. I need some of y'all to learn how to worship God. Watch me, Well, it even confused you. Why? Because you just got news that's bad. You just got news that's a Babylonian situation. It's confusing. But then at the same time, you're like, God, I don't understand that, but I know you. God? I, the truth is, I may not feel like it, but watch me give you what you deserve. I just need to check this building and end the line. We almost done, y'all. Is there anybody that can say, I'm going to worship him in spirit and in truth, which means I'm going to keep it real before God. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. I will be real. I will be truthful. Look at this next one. In reality. You know what happens for some Christians? They have the church them and then the non-church them. Here's why. Because they lie to God. So watch me. So, so, so what happens is, you know, you see them in church, you see him one way, you see them somewhere else, you see him a whole other way. You're like, what's the problem? The problem is, is that sometimes, especially if you grew up in church, you learn how to lie to God so well that you operate in what's called dualism. Dualism is there's a you one place and there's a you another place. Dualism, uh, can I go deep? If we go into the Greek language, the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, but one of the Greek words there is doulos, doulos, now now suggesting that there are two minds in you, two thoughts in you, two sets of emotions in you. And the Bible says, let that man not think he's going to receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because God says, you're not being real. There's a church you and then another you. And God says, I need you, watch me, to keep it real. Okay, now what does that mean? What does that mean in practicality? In practicality, you see what that means in the, last, in the last definition of truth, sincerity. God says, sincere means that you're serious about it, which means when I clap, I'm not doing that to just go through some religious form and fashion. I'm sincere about the fact that if it had not been, come on, TikTok, for the Lord that was on my side, I'm sincere about the fact that the Bible says when I clap my hands, I hiss the devil out of his. P- I'm sincere. Watch me. Notice it doesn't say perfect. It just means sincere. And this is why God would pick a man like David and say, that man is after my own heart. He had a lot of issues, but you know what? That man was sincere. When that man worshiped, he was sincere. When that man praised, he was sincere. When that man prayed, he was sincere. See, some of y'all will look at other people, watch me, who maybe lives, you ready? I'm about to drop a bomb. Their lives are more raggedy than yours, but their worship is more sincere. And you'll keep saying, God, how are you blessing them and not blessing me? How are you hooking them up and not hooking me up? God says, because at least they're real. At least they're sincere. And how do I know something is sincere? Is that it's the same way everywhere it is. It's the same way everywhere it is. Can I get you to take 10 seconds with no music? Because I want the band to worship too right here. Can I get you to take 10 seconds on campus and online right here? We all about to corporately repent for lying to God. Why? Because even in our worship, we were not always sincere. Even in our worship, we were not sincere. It wasn't reality for you. Watch me. You weren't true to the facts when you came before the Lord. you trying to pretend this, pretend that, pretend this. And can I tell you, watch me, why would he pick a woman like Rahab? She was sincere. Oh, you want, to, you want to point out that she was raggedy when it came to relationships. You want to point out that she slept with this one, that one, and the other one. But you know what she did? But when it came time to worship the Lord, she was sincere. So God skipped lots of others to go to her. And for some of you, watch me. There's some people that are mad that God has picked you because they're like, well, she did this one. He did this one. He done not do this. He done not do this. They've been through this. They've been through that. But guess what, baby? You're sincere. Why would he pick a woman like Mary Magdalene? Magdalene's not her last name. She's from a place called Magdala. Uh, Watch me. Why would he pick her? The Bible says that seven demons came up out of her. You know where she got the demons from? From the men that she laid down with. And do not know that the Bible says that he picked her to anoint his feet. She breaks this bottle, this precious bottle, uh, uh, and she pours it on his feet. And Judas, watch me, Judas, because he's not real. He's not true to the facts. He's not sincere. He looks at her and he says, I cannot believe. We could have spent that money and fed the poor. And John, with his petty self said, and he wasn't trying to feed the poor. He was stealing the money. He wanted to spend the money on himself. Why would he pick her? You know why? Because she was sincere. Because when everybody else says, you don't deserve it. She said, you're right. (laughs) Woo, Wednesday. See, you can't use my failures against me because I can keep it real. Come on, y'all. You can't use my mistakes against me because I can. You're right. I don't deserve this, but I get the privilege. I get the honor to be able to worship for 10 seconds with no music. I need to hear you in this building and online. Go. Go. Hallelujah. You're right. I don't deserve it. You're right, I have made mistakes. You're right about all of that. But what I am is sincere. But what I am is real. But what I am is true to the facts. I know I'm here because of God. I know I'm still standing because of God. I've not done everything right. You're right about it. Woo, but I know how to worship Him in spirit and in truth hallelujah look at me Wednesday never let anybody ever make you feel like you are too far from God like you screwed up too big or you screwed up too much y'all ready to go to church if you still have a pulse then that means God still has a plan and I need you to look over at somebody. Matter of fact, if you're in the building, can I get you to just go elbow or shake hands or fist bump, whatever you're comfortable with, with three people and just say, I still got a post. So God still got a plan. I need you to type it online. I still got a post. So God still got a plan. It ain't over for me. I'm just getting started. It ain't over for you. You're just getting started. And your latter days are going to be better than your former day. I need everybody in this building to say, it's not over for me. I'm just getting started. started. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Never let anybody, never let anybody. Hear me. This is why during church I push you to worship so much. And I say, lift your hands in five seconds and 10 seconds and 22 seconds and open your mouth to say this. Why? It's because I need you to learn how not to just do that here. I need you to learn, I need you to learn how to be that everywhere. Because when it's sincere, I'm that way everywhere. Which means driving down the street. You ever catch me driving down the street? You're like, who are you talking to? I might be on the phone. I might be. Or you know who I might be doing? I might be doing what I do. Which is telling them, thank you, Lord. <laughs> While other people complaining about gas, I'm glad I got it. Y'all ain't gonna send down While other people complaining about this and that and other, I'm glad I got it. Y'all ain't gonna send it to me. While other people are complaining about this, I'm glad I got it. while other people complaining about the weather. I just watched you spend my life on someday. Well, y'all ain't gonna send it to me. While other people are doing that, I'm glad about it. And I'm glad about it, and I'm glad about it. Look at somebody saying, I'm glad about it. everywhere. So on your job, they need to know you might just pop up in the worship. One of my people told me uh, they were in a test. They were testing to certify for something, and they said, that when they looked at the test, they were like, Bishop, I didn't know none of them answers, because none of that stuff was on the, on the, on the practice guide. And he said, I was just like, I didn't fail this test. And he said, they got to the end and they, and they passed by three questions. And in the middle of the test, Tell them what you did. Amen. I need some of y'all to be in the middle of a lunch break, have a flashback and say, "Ah!" I need some of y'all to be sitting at the dinner table, have a flashback to when you had no food. I need some of y'all to... Today, 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 I was talking to this pastor, and uh, I was talking to this pastor. He, he brought up something. He said something to me, and I said, I said, I know that. I said, I didn't need you to tell me that. I, I said, I understand all that. And, uh, and then he mentioned something that triggered a memory for me, a good memory. And I remembered how the Lord had provided. Here's what it was. Here's what it was. Here's what it was. I, as I went back to several years ago, when on a Friday, can I testify? When on a Friday, we were using a school for church. And on a Friday morning at 830, I get a call from the district saying, well, the principal didn't know y'all were there. I said, well, how didn't the principal know we were here? Y'all supposed to do all this for we can? She doesn't want a church in the school. I said, now, that statement just opened up a whole nother can, but I ain't got time to deal with that. Christmas don't want to church in the school. Here's what she said. I could make it so that last Sunday was your last Sunday. I said, baby, you ain't got power like that. She said, but I'm going to give you one more Sunday. That Sunday was Easter Sunday. She said, I'm going to give you one more spring feast. Mm. Okay. She said, I'm going to give you one more Sunday. So that Friday, uh, 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 a couple of my leaders, uh, Johnny B, I said, look, we got to go. He said, where are we going, sir? I said, we're going to find us somewhere to go. I said, because on Sunday, I have to get up and tell these people where we're going. I said, and this lady going to call me on Friday at 830 in the morning. I am off Fridays. Matter of fact, I'm off every day at 830 in the morning, okay? I don't begin until 9. Okay, listen. She's going to come. So we started going. Y'all still with me? So we started looking at places. And I'm like, well, we got to have somewhere about I said, we got to figure this out today. And I'm like, Lord, what are we going to do? I said, Lord, I, Jesus. <laughs> I said, what are we going to do? So we're driving around. We get this hotel. And it looks like it's going to be a good fit. And at the end, I'm like, good. The deal's done. We're done. We're going to go to this hotel. We have church in this hotel. And that's what we're going to do. Because i got to have something by Sunday. And I don't, at that time, it was 3 o'clock yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. Look at me, because I'm going to help some of y'all. i got to have an answer to tell the people on Sunday, this this wasn't during the app, there wasn't no app, right. wasn't no Monday night prayer on digital, right. wasn't no Facebook streaming and YouTube, wasn't none of that, and, and, and so so I got to have somebody to go, so this is three o'clock, and at three o'clock, you know, um, uh, the lady says, well, you know, you're not going to be able to have church on this day, this day, this day, I said, wait a minute, baby girl, I'm not looking now. <laughs> Depending on when I tell a story, it t- depends on the, 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 the dialect I use and when I tell So I said, Listen, I said, I said, uh, I said What do you mean we can't have church? I said, You can't have, not have church and build a church. I said, Like, this is not, we can't have a digital only day. There is no digital, it didn't exist at that time. I said, This is not going to work. She said, Well, this is what it is. So we left, and watch me. And what did I do? When well, I'm driving down the street, I did what I do. Because they that worship him must worship him in. Which means wherever I am, I, I didn't need a building to do it. So in my car, I start worshiping. I just say, Lord, well, Lord, all right, Lord, this on you. I said, I got two hours before stuff is shut down. We're to make a decision. I drive past this building on Yale Avenue. When I drive past this building on Yale Avenue, the Holy Ghost says call. I said, God, all right, I call the nine. He answers the phone. He's speaking the Korean. You understand? And so he, he answers the phone, and he's going in the Korean. You understand? he's talking so I hang the phone up the Holy Ghost I was on my way to Popeyes to get me I said well listen Lord I've been working hard all day at least let me eat good (laughs) you ever had such a rough day where you're like look God I've been can at least let me have a good meal I wasn't calorie counting back then I was just counting them up that's all I was doing back then I wasn't wasn't no gym wasn't no weight loss wasn't no slim fit bishop I was just adding them up just give me five biscuits counting them up. That's what I was doing. I was counting them up. And so, and so I got five. I had five biscuits. Gentlemen. I had five biscuits. And I would dip the biscuits. You understand? Then make my own little chicken sandwich. Chicken biscuit. Okay. Oh, I forgot you. We fasting. Listen. Some of y'all getting a little... Come on. We about to go. And so while I was doing all of that, the Holy Ghost said call him back. And he's aggressive. So for those of you who say the Lord just spoke to me and he just said you know what that ain't God God is a general so he doesn't make suggestions he gives commands you know it's God because it's aggressive Y'all he said call him back I said God he speaks the Korean I don't speak the Korean pay attention because some of y'all have to get this but the second time I call him right section whoop <laughs> I'm of him. but the second time I called him left section, middle section the second time I called that man hello I said oh you do speak so now I got an attitude I said do you have space for a church he says oh yes we have space for a church, two days ago the church that was in the building just left y'all not saying that to me had I got the call too soon and called that man, he would have said, we don't have space available. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. But the Lord delayed me on purpose. Why? So that when I called that man, he'd be able to say, space is available. Look at me. Open up your mouth and say, I worship in spirit and in truth. So all this is happening in my car. And so I said, I said he says, I said, well, I need to see it. He said, well, you can come on Monday. I said, no, I need to see it today. I said, we ain't got until Monday, so we go see it. We do the deal. I summoned all the leaders to the building that night. It was like it was like Day of Pentecost. Everybody was laid out on the floor. You know, I'd walk past them and say, "Fall out again." It was different. And then that next week, watch me. Friday at three o'clock, I had no clue what we were gonna do. By Friday at five o'clock. Yeah. I'm trying to tell some of y'all tonight. You got some situations where you're like, God, I have no clue what I'm going to do. I need you to go up and worship. Because while you're worshiping, he's about to turn somebody's heart. While you're worshiping, he's about to make a way out of no way. While you're worshiping, he's about to make something exist that did not exist. And I'm glad about it. (laughs) So look, second thing, I got to go. Second thing. The second thing, he triggered that memory, and I, I started. I went back to that, and I was like, Wait a minute. So then, while I was in my, in my bathroom on the phone, just in it, <laughs> I had a whole worship experience. I said, I'm glad you brought that up. I'll call you back. Sometimes you need to remind yourself what he's done. Because that's going to let you know the same God that did it back. is the same God that's going to do it again. I need you to prophesy over your section and say it's getting ready to happen. Come on Facebook, type it in the chat. Come on YouTube, type it in the chat. And once you speak it, put a praise behind it. Once you speak it, put a worship. Last thing, last thing, last two. Number two, number one, we lie to God. Number two. We lie to people. We lie to people. See, God can't fix what you're not honest with Him about. When you're real, you can heal. He can't heal what you're pretending isn't broken. But number two, we lie to a lot of people. Look at this statistic. On average, we tell a thousand lies to others. That means you tell three a day, roughly. Now, the question is who have you lied to today? (laughs) I know some of you I ain't lying to nobody. This is just the average, okay? You may skew a little lower. You <laughs> may skew a little higher. <laughs> Here's the problem. When you lie to others, look at me, you will have to reap what you've sown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to reap this? Do I want to get back what I've given out? Here's the last thing. <laughs> lying to yourself. Oh, a lot of people say this stuff in pop culture. You need to be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Right. You need to tell your truth. This is my truth. And be true to myself. Right. It's all about self-actualization and self-honesty. And that's how they say it. That's what I'm saying like that. <laughs> Have you ever paid attention? That's how they say it? Like why do y'all all talk like that? It's about you know it's all about, you know, self-honesty. Let's be real with yourself look what the Bible says the heart is hopelessly dark I pulled out the message Bible the message Bible is just above the hood Bible remember that one we referenced earlier in church, message Bible is a notch above that one the heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful look what the Bible says it's a puzzle that nobody can figure out but Search the heart and examine the mind. Look at me. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are, not as they pretending to be. Look at me. Here's what God says. Here's what God says. God says, I will search your heart. What's your heart in the scripture? Your mind. Mind and heart are used in this particular verse because it means there's your conscious mind, than your subconscious mind, which is really your spirit. So in Jeremiah, this is what it's referring to. It says, I search. In other words, watch me. I search it, then I examine it. You know another word for examine is an examination. Another word for examination is a test. God says, to show you what's really in you, I test you. And I need some of y'all to hear me. What you're, if you didn't get my midweek motivation today, baby, get that app. What you're dealing with right now is only a test, it's an examination to show you what's in you. You will never know how much you've grown until you're examined. Y'all not gonna say nothing to me. You'll never know how far you've come until you're examined. And I need for some of y'all to stop getting nervous at the test table. Stop getting nervous at the examination table. Can we go old school for a moment and say, it's only a test that I'm going through. It's going to be over real soon. Look at me. You lie to yourself more than the devil does. So God says, to show you what's real, I test you. You're never going to know you're insecure until I test you. You're you're never going to know. So you keep calling it fear, but sometimes fear is just really insecurity. You you keep calling it, I'm scared. And really, it's not not that you're really scared. It's that you're uh, you're not scared of failure. You're afraid of success because you've never seen anyone do it. He says, so I test you. Because I need to show you what's really in you. And then I need to show you how far you've come. Praise break opportunity. You have come from a mighty long way. Remember how a year ago, you would have been lost your mind with some of the stuff you're dealing with. And now you look at it and you're like, baby, bless and step. I got to keep it. So here's the last part. We got to go. You ready? God says to them, because they lied and they stole, they cannot stand against their enemies. So let's pray this prayer. Say, Father, help me not to lie to you, to others, or to myself. I'm going to stop lying to myself. The truth is, I can do it. The truth is, I got this. The truth is, I am well able. The truth is, I'm anointed, appointed, created, designed, built, equipped for this year of my life. The truth is, my future looks amazing. I'm gonna stop lying to myself like it's not amazing. The truth is, Y'all ready for this thing? Y'all ready for this next line I'm about to give you? Say, I'm kind of a big deal. Uh -uh. I'm not teaching you to be arrogant. I'm teaching you to do what the Bible says. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Bring me Goliath. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Can I get you to open up your mouth and say, the truth is... Goliath, Goliath, the big one, said I can do this. Look at somebody and say the truth is you've got this. You said, Bishop, why in the world would you tell me to say I'm kind of a big deal? Can I tell you why? Because in the Bible, in the Bible. Just in case he feels a little weak in that arm. Pay attention. So, everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Uh, a harvester, one of our harvesters sent me this last year. Look at me. The post office. These people, we love them. We love our post office. Because we have harvesters that are part of the post office, so we love them. It wasn't her post office. It was the other one. The post office... The post office had this since October. Wow. Wow. We went in for one thing. We were expecting one box. The lady comes out with a cart. Some of y'all about to get this. It says, all of this is y'all's too. Wow. Uh, uh, how, Stuff in there from 2020. Wow. Y'all missed the shout. You missed the shout. It was already released, but it wasn't in your hand yet. What if I told you you got some stuff? You ain't seen it yet. But watch me. But it's already been released. I tell you to put a two on the chat and put a two up in this atmosphere. Say, but I'm about to witness it. So this thing was in there. And I was like, I don't know what it is. And so they opened it for me yesterday. And I said, what is that? I said, because it's a big old package. I was like... What did we order? So they start pulling it out, and I'm like, I I, I just, I'm seeing it, you know, and I'm, I'm looking over like, what is it? Hurry up, open it up, open it up. I'm looking, and they take it out, and it's this big old huge, put it down so they can see it. Just huge. This thing is heavy. And I said, this looks like Goliath's sword. And in one fact, of, one of my people said, that looks like a sour. And I said, I said, that's crazy. I said, that's been sitting in there since October. Yeah. And the Lord said, son, I delayed it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said, because it symbolizes something prophetic. Yeah. Why did I just have you say you're kind of a big deal? Not to blow your head up, not to make you arrogant, not to make you prideful. But why would Goliath be coming? you Davids with this big old thing unless you were bigger of a deal than you I don't like the way some of y'all I don't like the way some of y'all not saying that right there why is all of that hell coming against you it's coming from your future into your present trying to make an announcement That you're bigger than you know. Let me prophesy. You're bigger than your zip code. You're bigger than your area code. You're bigger than your community. You're bigger than your city. You're bigger than every boundary. You're bigger than your current position. I need you to open up your mouth and shout, I'm bigger. So look at what happens. We're done. And Joshua 8. And Joshua 8. And Joshua 8. So when did they lose? Joshua 7. What did they lose for? Lying and stealing. What did we just pray to stop doing? Lying. To who? God, people, ourselves. I want you to see this. Joshua 8. So the Lord says, Hey! Joshi. And I need you to hear me. Because for some of you all, after taking certain losses... You're like, I don't really want to fight. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to sit on the sidelines this time. I'm going to stay in the cut. I've heard too many no's. I've had too many defeats. I'm tired of praying about it. I'm tired of going through the same thing, thinking it's going to be different and it's not different. Am I talking to anybody? Like, There's, there's parts of you. There's moments where it's like, I don't even want to fight. you like Tina Turner. I don't really want to fight no more. It's too much talking, baby. You ready? And look at what Joshua says to him in chapter, what chapter? Eight. Eight is the biblical number of a new beginning. Now, if y'all don't catch the prophetic semblance of these two verses we're about to read, what we're going to do is have Sunday school after church. We're going to start with Mary had a little lamb. Y'all ready? See, everybody say see? see. This is what the Lord says to Joshua. I have given into your hand the king of AI and his people, his city, and his land. Wait a minute, God. I just lost in February. I just lost last year I just lost last week and right when you're like God I can't do it he's like see I've given it into your hand I need you to look at your hands and say God has given these hands some amazing things look at verse two Sunday school after church two is the biblical number of Witness somebody say, I'm about to see this thing. Lay an ambush against the city, but watch what the Bible says. You ready? It says, This you're gonna win this time. I came to tell somebody on this Wednesday, You're gonna win this time. Come on, y'all. We got to go. I'm over time. But I just need you to open your mouth and say, I'm going to win this time. Same battle, different man. Same battle, different man. Same battle, different man. Why? Because I'm not the me that I was in chapter 7. What have I been doing? I've been fasting and I've been praying. I'm not the same me that I was in chapter 7. I'm not the same me that I was in chapter 7. Look at verse 2. Lay an ambush against the city look at me behind it everybody look at me how many of you and then I promise you I want to shout I'm going to let you go you ready how many of you there's some areas you feel like you're behind let's wait a minute like you're behind look at me look at me look at me very intently and listen very intently God wanted you to be behind Bishop, that don't make sense. Yes, it does. Because the first time, you came at it head on. But when the second time comes around, you're going to face that same enemy. But I ain't coming from the front. I'm coming from behind. Let me see if I can help you. God allowed you to be behind in certain areas. Because when you win this time, you're going to be able to say, it was nobody but it was nobody but it was nobody but look at me look at me look at me so they position themselves come here come here come here come here come here come here. they position themselves y'all we gotta go i ain't supposed to preach this long on a snow night you ready so the king of ai he feeling real good about himself he's feeling himself just like the enemy was filling himself. Just like your enemies were filling themselves. We got him. We got him. Uh-huh, they talking all that Jesus and, and ain't nothing happen. They talking all that talk and ain't nothing happened. He wasn't expecting you to come from a posture of being behind. This means I had to intentionally place you where he would not see you. You're not listening. I had to intentionally place you in an uncomfortable status in life. I had to intentionally place you in an uncomfortable place in life. And you kept saying, God, I feel like I'm behind. And God said, that's exactly where I want you to be. Because you're about to ambush the king of Ai. Ai. What does that mean? You're about to have an overwhelming victory. You're about to have an overwhelming victory. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I know some of y'all in this building and some of y'all online because here's what's going to happen. The second time, they won from behind. I said the second time. They won from behind. You're right where you need to be. Everything's right the way you're supposed to be. Everything is exactly on schedule. Nothing is out of place. Nothing is out of order. God says, I have you behind on purpose. I have you behind on purpose. I have you behind on purpose. He has me behind on purpose. You say it. Say it again. Say it again. Hurry up. Say it. Say it, y'all. Say it again. Point to somebody, tell him he has you. He has you behind. Point to somebody, tell him he has you behind. This was a setup, baby. This was a setup, ma'am. This was a setup, sir. It's supposed to look that way. It's supposed to look difficult. It's supposed to look impossible. Ready? The second time. We gotta go. The second time. The second time. The second time. The second time. Oh, this is good to me. The second time. Go. Go.
1: Woo.
2: gotta go. Here's Joshua. Here's Joshua. Here's Joshua. Here's Joshua. Here's Joshua. Joshua. This military leader. He's not used to having to fight like that. Can I tell, can I talk to some of y'all? You're used to being so strong. It feels, it feels very uncomfortable to be behind in certain areas. I came to tell you tonight. He has you behind on purpose. Oh my God. Can I just get you to go up and praise for 10 seconds right? We're about to go home and I need you to take 10 seconds, Facebook. Take 10 seconds on the app. Take... Woo! He has me, but... We gotta go. Look at me. The second time they won from behind look at me behind schedule behind plan am i talking to anybody behind where you planned you would be behind on how much time you think you need to get it done Bible says. When I read that line, I about tore this iPad up, and then I said, "We ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna throw it in the spirit." (laughs) Look at me. The second time, they won from behind. Certain people acting funky with you now. And you feel like I'm behind because who's going to do that? Who's going to be this? Who's going to be that? He has you behind on purpose. We gotta go tonight. If you're on campus or online, did this word bless anybody tonight? Man, I know we're a little over time, but I needed to. I needed that one. <laughs> I needed that one. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian for the first time on campus or online, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, don't miss this moment. Don't log off yet. Need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on the count of three, throw that hand up or do the hand wave emoji. One, God's coming to get you. Two, if you're in this building, hand up online, hand wave emoji say, it's me. One, two, three, and let you respond right where you're at. Hallelujah. Come on, Harvest a Church, that celebrates when people come to the Lord. Everybody, just pray this prayer with me, whether you went to school with Jesus or you just lifted your hand for the first time or did the hand wave emoji for the first time. Say, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I confess it with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. You're first in my life. I will worship you in spirit and in truth. Forgive me for trying to pretend with you. I can be real with you and you heal me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself, take out your phone, text the word DECISION to
0: 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to eight seven seven five five two four seven four six, 552 4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you, and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
1: Experiences are what people love the most about travel.